Welcome to the Community Exchange in Africa podcast. I'm your host, Agnes Muvani. This podcast is for builders of online communities who are looking to grow their community and build a brighter future for Africa. I host conversations with masters of communities and thought leaders who share their stories and insights on how to start a community from the ground up and grow while building strong connections and a strong sense of belonging. In this opt episode, I will talk about my origin story, which I shared in a TED Talk earlier this year. My hope is that by sharing my personal story, I will let you into my world and you'll get to know more about who I am, what inspires me, and what motivated me to start this podcast. So I grew up in Kenya in the early 80s. I had a wonderful and great childhood with my parents, sister, and brothers. Over the weekends, my siblings and I would play outside in the estate and then rush back into the house to watch the one family-friendly TV show available on the only TV station at the time. Now, just like our TV station, our information was limited and restricted. There was no internet, computers, or smartphones. There was a single gatekeeper of society, and there was a predetermined path we needed to follow to get educated, earn a living, and become successful. And for many of you who are listening, who grew up at that time, you may have lived and grown up in a similar scenario as I did. At undergrad, I chose the subjects to graduate in based on how smart it would make me look, not because it was the subject I most enjoyed. My external desires were driven by getting a good job, which in my family was landing a job as a doctor, a lawyer, or a banker. Well, I did get the banking bit. I followed the script handed down to me. I landed a job at a global bank and I was excited. What I didn't realize is that the world was changing very fast and the script that was handed down to me was becoming outdated and almost irrelevant. By my mid thirties, I felt miserable and it seemed like I was failing in almost every aspect of my life. At work, I needed to shape up or get shipped out. I was working really hard and burning the midnight oil with little success to show for it. I couldn't seem to understand why I was not succeeding. I knew that I needed help. As I was pondering over what I needed to do to get unstuck in my career, I came across Daniel Pink's book called A Whole New Mind. In it, Daniel speaks of something that really struck me. He calls it the conceptual age, basically the age of heart, connection, and art. He argues that it is critical to harness the power of both the left and right side of our brains in order to succeed in our work. This made me look at my world, my mind, and ask myself, had I just become a widget in this assembly line? Was Daniel saying that I could build a career with passion, creativity, and meaning, and if I don't change and change fast, 
I would become irrelevant? Surely there was a better way of living beyond what I had been doing up until that point. And there was a yearning deep within me that I wanted to do something more. Perhaps it was what Daniel meant when he said, we needed to harness our creative, intuitive, and empathetic capabilities. I didn't know it at the time, but a part of me was also looking for a venture where I could bring my entire newly enlightened self to work, pour my energies into a vision that could unleash the potential of other young Africans like me. I came to find out that I was not alone in this quest and shortly thereafter, I connected with other individuals on their own path of discovery who just happened to be women. Perhaps it has to do with our intuitive superpowers. It was six years ago today that I co-founded a network of like-minded women and through a shared sense of purpose, we created a safe space where we submitted ourselves to a higher reckoning and a curiosity to examine the things that were holding us back. It was in this circle that my heart began to open up and I began to slowly chip away at some of the things that had tethered me previously. As a result of our newfound awakening, we collectively built a community for female startups and career professionals to connect, fail forward and learn together as we practiced our respective art forms. Now that my eyes were open, I began to see the divide, the chasm where I was and where I wanted to be to become the creator of my own future. I began to realize that crossing over chasms in many cases requires building artful connections with like-minded individuals and getting unrestricted access to information and resources to learn and grow. We find our humanity, our capacity to stretch beyond our comfort zone in our connection with others. Being part of community is more than just finding a new job. It can sometimes give us the strength that we can't find on our own when we're going through a tough situation or a challenge. In Rwanda, for example, after the genocide, they found that treating individuals was less effective than strengthening communities to support vulnerable groups or people. Constant change is a default factory setting that was pre-installed in this new world we live in. As the world continues to evolve fast, our ability to learn and grow is what will set us apart. And I can't think of any other model that's as effective as circles of humans hurdling together in a community setup to access information, experts, engagement, insights, and curated pathways to fast track their learning of something or move closer to a goal. As we continue to move many aspects of our lives, like our work and school to the digital world, digital communities will play an integral role in the future of our economy and life. There are millions of 
online and communities that have been set up. We're now beginning to see new business models emerge with community at the center of it all. One of the things that I'm really passionate about is figuring out how can we level the playing field and democratize access to quality education and opportunities. So going back to my conversation around feeling stuck in my career, what were some of the steps that I took? Well, the step that I took was to shift my focus at work and move from the banking industry to join a company that connects brilliance with opportunity. In delivering on this mission, I head up the learning community that builds and develops skills for people who want to build a career in software engineering. In practical terms, let me tell you about the story of Butina, a young Tunisian primary school teacher. She used the skills she learned to teach her students how to program. Butina isn't alone. Then there's Paul from Kenya, software engineer. Can you believe that a short while ago, he was a cleaner and he learned how to code during his own spare time? Butina and Paul are among over 100,000 Africans, some of, some of whom have not gone through university across the continent, who have gone through training in a learning community setup to build their skills in coding, problem solving, and get access to opportunities. Butina and Paul are now role models, and anyone who sees or hears their respective stories can begin to reimagine new possibilities for their lives. In my observation and the stories I have seen, the power of community and digital skills is less about technology, but more about cultivating hope and confidence in the lives of others. I firmly believe that everyone is entitled to this and should have access to these essential tools. I hope my story has inspired you to live the best version of you. Well, we've come to the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening to the Community Exchange Podcast. Subscribe or follow now on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And please share with a friend who needs to hear this. You can connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter using my handle, Agnes Muvani. Thanks again for listening and here's to you and your community. Music.